and I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips because Rod and Karen are so hot. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Black Guy Tips Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host, Karen. And we are live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcast and find us wherever you get podcasts, because um, we'll be there, okay? Leave us five-star reviews on Apple Podcasts, and, unless you just, you know, low-key hate the show. Uh, the official, <laughs> the official weapon. Then we don't want to hear from you. <laughs> right. The official weapon of the show is the taser, an unofficial sport, bullet a bullet ball extreme, and just general show notes. Okay. Oh man, this is one of them days, one of them times. Just y'all. one of them days. Number one, the premium RSS feed host is down. I have help taking in with them. I'm emailing them, We're trying to get it job. back up um you can listen to the show uh on our website obviously mm-hmm. uh if you're premium um and i'm gonna send an email out to the premium listeners for a workaround to listen to the uh rss feed straight from our website okay uh, only issue is it only holds the last <laughs> only our show could have this issue well maybe a handful of other shows but it only holds the last 300 episodes oh because we got so many in each one of the feeds so like you know you can only listen to the last 300 balls these for us the last 300 you know like that mm-hmm. so uh i will figure a way out and it doesn't have like a one feed for every type of every show oh, right. um so unfortunately it'll have to be um you know put into like you have to if you want to listen to balls deep that's an rss feed pre-game rss feed mm-hmm. yeah that's um, until they get it fixed so yeah just hopefully we'll this will be something that's nor this has happened before and it's been like a day or two when it came back mm-hmm. so hopefully that's what will happen the other thing is show schedule stuff uh we're gonna be on a very sporadic schedule for the next a little bit because uh i'm going to new york to do game theory season two Mm -hmm. um and uh you know with travel and logistics and setting everything up and uh work scheduling and stuff uh it may be like more touch and go with the show as far as like what days we can do it when we can do it hopefully we get into a groove and we'll be cranking them out but yeah, shows still are coming out but it's not right. gonna be you know as as y'all have become accustomed to yeah and if it's um and, and what's funny is that uh if it's last minute to y'all it's because it's last minute to me okay like i <laughs> legitimately like, we've been we've been talking about leaving but he ain't left yet <laughs> like i legitimately was like cool i uh they'll let me know when it's time to come through and then thank god i just felt this urge to like text them because uh i had some schedule stuff that came out and i said hey what's up with this schedule because it is am i working remote because no one's told me <laughs> my date when i need to be there and it was like oh my god like like oh somebody fucked up bad man we need you you gotta be here and all this shit i'm like fam i gotta set up everything for a four-month stay in like three or four days um so it was just you know i thought i was this is the thing about being humble y'all um and maybe i need to be a little less humble sometimes (laughs) because being humble i was like sure i see other people saying they back in new york and stuff but no one's reached out to me and they keep saying somebody will reach out to me eventually so maybe they just got them working on shit and i'm just not part of it yet you know maybe they think maybe they're more 
important to the show more important or whatever that needs to be done i'm not trying to rock no boats right. i'm not trying to make no waves but then you know <laughs> uh this happens everybody's like oh my god it's an emergency you know so i'm like oh so it is a big deal if i'm not there and, it's a, and y'all do want me there <laughs> hey this is really important Some, and somebody just dropped the ball on that <laughs> so yeah it's it's, it's uh I'll, I'll but i'm gonna make it there everything mm-hmm. should be fine yes um so i just wanted to let y'all know that as a show note um so those are the main i think things that i wanted to say oh so of course you know this means this puts the holiday card stuff in the lurch i'm getting i'm getting your addresses and all that mm-hmm. stuff i'll see what i can do you know i gotta figure out you know the logistics of of how to how to do that um and it may just be a thing where it doesn't happen till after the season or it happens later on in the year or something but definitely want to do the holiday cards again mm-hmm. this year i do too i like it they're, they're fun yeah so i don't know what'll be on them but don't worry about that we'll take care of it we got you um and so yeah i think those are the main things i wanted to yeah. let everyone know no, yeah those are the main things and i know does some people have been waiting on the walking dead we will get to that but that's shit who knows now. who the yeah. fuck knows now god damn i didn't even think about that we'll figure it out guys we'll figure it out we always do mm-hmm. we we do want to recap them we have made remained spoiler free and yeah. haven't watched a single episode mm-hmm. so we definitely want to recap them in a way to where it's like we're recapping them live without knowing right um because that's important to the way we recap the show mm-hmm. so it, you know it may be a beast but we'll we'll try to figure that shit out too so um uh but you know good news is you know game theory season two baby you know we mm-hmm. we back uh they want your boy back you know they hype about it um and i can't wait to to get back and get in there and get to work meet my new co-workers and um you know start working on on these new store uh pitches and stories and yes. deep dives and stuff i already got one that uh they were telling me about today that i'm really excited about because it's something i've been saying for a while and i won't spoil it but um it's something i've been saying for a while and it's something that i didn't even know bo agreed with or whatever because you know i it's, i don't look at my job as I, this is what i think and bo need to do what i'd say i look at it as this is his show sink or swim if he has a point that he wants to convey i'm trying to convey that in the best way possible and if he if i can add to it or present like okay what about this part of the logic or whatever and then you know just to get him on the record so i know what to write that's how i approach it um and so to me it was like okay cool uh i don't know what the deep dives will be this year but you know i submitted what my ideas were and then bam he he had this idea that i thought was like super dope super dope and i was like yo no one's gonna say that because no one wants to be willing to say it but it's something that needs to be said so can't wait to work on that um and yeah i think that's i think yeah i think 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 that's that's it sorry y'all my head's all over the place as y'all can probably guesses i was like securing airbnb and fucking flights and shit uh you know writing down a list of like what the what i what i need to bring what i need to buy what i need to you know what i need to pack um i'll tell you this much this year these niggas getting the same like 
five eight outfits rotated i don't blame you i don't be going nowhere i don't be doing nothing i don't be seeing nobody so y'all finna get these hoodies and these jogging <laughs> pants i don't blame you in different combinations and y'all finna enjoy that that's what it's just gonna have to be <laughs> uh so <laughs> i'm just here to, to to do this work um and uh hopefully we'll see what the weather's like because i know this time i'm going up there earlier mm-hmm. than i did last year right although last year i went in february um so it wasn't exactly you know not the winter but i hear it's colder now than it would be in february and march so okay. um and it wasn't that bad for me but mm-hmm. but i didn't get there to to the end so yeah so i don't know i don't i don't know if it's you know i've i've heard it's cold up there now but i I haven't actually checked to see yeah and people different people's definition of cold is different for me when they say cold i believe them but you're you're a lot more hot-blooded than me so you might be fine yeah i think i'll be fine i think everyone assumes me being from the south that i'm gonna be like you know like a lot of black people and people from the south you know anything less than like 60 and they like oh my god God, it's freezing i'm gonna die but i'm not like that it's the thing that it's gotta be cold it's gotta be cold and windy for me to really feel it you know um and i've always been like that even when i was younger like i sweat easily and all this shit right so um hopefully you know the cold won't be the problem um so um i mean shit hopefully it won't be no problems what the fuck am i saying um (laughs) all right uh i think yes oh before we go and we've already told her but i want to wish roger's mommy a happy birthday today is her birthday yep and uh we sent her uh some flowers and stuff like that so happy birthday and know that we love you yeah happy birthday mom she listens uh leaves comments on the youtube and all this stuff uh so um and then you know now she done got the upgrade she's gonna be going to the hornets games i guess in my stead (laughs) so yep watch me upgrade you i'm excited because back uh, to looking down on the pores yes looking down on them pores i am uh excited i'm gonna have my road dog with me you know me and your mama roll deep i know you know and, and you know and it ain't nothing against these other niggas but she dependable i know that that ticket gonna be me or her yep so i i'm ready to go to the games with you so we can have a good time and uh watch them have a good time me me and roger got a running joke because uh sometimes uh, some of the home games we don't go to so when they do like commercial breaks we have like the thing where we dance inside the house and, <laughs> and oh, like yeah and that's <laughs> yeah the other day we were we were um <laughs> we were, <laughs> we were watching the hornets game at home mm-hmm. and then it went to commercial yes. and i just had had this thought how when the when the game goes to commercial on tv you know it's different than when you're there right yes, they got to entertain us we guess what we don't have the commercials the tv does when you're there you know they're throwing t-shirts they're playing yes. music they're doing sing-alongs and stuff and so just in our house i just started i turned on some music on the speak on the loudspeaker <laughs> yes. and just started dancing around and throwing shirts and hats who wants there. a t-shirt Woo! <laughs> i started pointing to the stairs I started pretending like I had one of them t-shirt guns. Up, oh, you want them up high? Poof. So, <laughs> I say give it a shot, guys. It's fun. <laughs> I had a good time. All right. Now let's uh, get into uh, the show. Um, we'll start with some regular news. 
oh wait did i mute the sound okay. yes i did <laughs> all right regular news time uh bill cosby okay he's being sued by five women who claim he sexually abused them stop me if you heard this one before oh so they still coming out huh at this point it's like he must have been trying to buy rollades you know like <laughs> whatever he be trying to buy that must be somebody's like know. hey he was trying to buy jello yeah he <laughs> um yeah the lawsuit was filed monday in manhattan supreme court and it, i think it's due to the new york passed one of those laws where you can't have a statute of limitations right so maybe that's what it was mm-hmm. um the lawsuit filed monday in manhattan supreme court the alleged victim said that cosby 85 had pretended to be a mentor to them while drugging groping raping and abusing them sexually as early as 1969 uh, they're also suing NBC Universal Media, Kaufman Astoria Studios, and Carsey Warner Company for allegedly failing to protect them. Um, so, going out to everybody. Yeah. Um, Basically, he got out on the fucking technicality. Yeah, and then it goes into the details of some of the like accusations and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, but it's Bill Cosby. We've heard so much of this before. I don't think people are shocked by it. It, it, it's right you know we kind of know the mo the drugging and the assaults and all this stuff um but it's because of the adult survivors act which was just passed that these women are even able to uh to bring this up yeah, now keep in mind that, this, this statute of limitation passed you're talking about 19 keep in mind this act only lasts for a year oh so they're only suspending the statute of limitations for a year so if, if no one if you don't file by the end of this year or by the you know whatever this year is up you just you once again go back into you you didn't say oh. it then then you can't say it now i should be saying it was like look we give you one year if you want to say something basically now is the time <laughs> once the clock strike 12 do not yeah. pass gold do not collect 200 dollars uh everybody go back where they came from basically yep. And uh Tory Lanez must have been trying to buy a high seat because he got hit with an additional felony charge in the Megan Thee Stallion shooting case. And all he had to do was just be quiet. Yeah. Um he was charged with assault with a semi-automatic weapon and having an unregistered firearm in a moving vehicle, but Tuesday a felony charge of firing a firearm with gross negligence was added. A felony count of discharging a firearm with gross negligence was added to the information. It's alleged that in the commission and attempted commission of the above offense, Tory Lanez personally inflicted great bodily injury upon Megan Thee Stallion. Uh, in the court documents, he is accused of engaging in acts that display great violence, great bodily harm, threat of bodily harm, and other acts disclosing a high degree of cruelty, viciousness, and callousness. Yeah, so I already, uh, I, I saw somebody say, <laughs> this is just random person on twitter that i didn't follow or nothing but somebody was like yeah they add an extra felony charge because they know they can't get them to stick and i was like that's not how charges work at all <laughs> Ooh, you do not know how this works <laughs> they charge it because they're like bitch these is gonna stick 
like that is not how maybe at the very beginning when they try to scare somebody they throw every charge on somebody and then they get reduced down somebody done investigated this you don't be about to go to trial with like just barely out did you throw new charges out there anyway maybe i don't know i could be wrong maybe they really maybe by some miracle there's no case against tory lanes it's a complete fabrication and this is all intimidation and we'll we'll yeah, all be shocked together because i just can't see how that would happen yeah made my eyes to see me with the video showed her coming out there with her foot bleeding you know maybe maybe you know what maybe what i saw with my own two eyes maybe that is not the truth she must have shot herself in the foot I don't right know. maybe maybe her having to recover right and and uh you know worried about would she be able to perform again you know maybe none of that really happened yeah um uh real id enforcement has been postponed again due to continued difficulties obtaining new id cards post pandemic real id i don't know if y'all remember this Mm -hmm. originally passed the supreme court ruled about this in like 2005 it's been years it was in response to the 9-11 terror attacks Mm -hmm driver licenses and other government issued identification cards acquired a star in the right hand corner initially the instatement deadline was 2008 then it was pushed back to 12 years to 2020 due to the pandemic obtaining new identification was nearly impossible due to closures decreased staff and the influx of sickened people again the country extended the program to october 2021 that was not feasible now they extend it again yeah and, and that completely makes sense because it's one of those things where you got 50 states which is technically almost like 50 different countries doing their own thing and you got some states that are like yeah we ready then you got some states that's like fuck we not ready and we not gonna be ready for a long ass time and so if you're gonna make this a quote-unquote federal law you need all the states to be compliant and it's gonna be a while before you get all the states to be compliant because when it comes to this some uh states invest more into their dmv and technology some don't like everybody has their different rules and regulations on uh on this and 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 well it's a federal law so it's not even about the states it was always an overreaction from the first start uh, to Mm -hmm. 9-11 it was an overreaction then Mm -hmm. um so I, i yeah i don't i don't even know if it's it's like it was always unwieldy i don't think it's gonna prove shit it was gonna make it so it was gonna fuck up the airlines because you were gonna have to have this to fly right just like to, to even get on a plane like we're still trying to solve for 9-11 when one 9-11 is not happening again uh whatever the next attack is it won't be the same shit they already did we've been taking our shoes off from the fucking at the tsa for, for yeah, years uh, now and it's like uh it's all just security theater with a lot of this shit um but uh yeah i mean i don't mean to say what you're saying is not valid it is absolutely that is a big hurdle but the biggest hurdle is we should just not be doing this you know what i'm saying like like yeah 57 percent of the states on don't you like 43 percent of the states got the wrong shit or whatever it's like a hundred percent of the states we just shouldn't be doing it stupid right it's stupid and all you're doing is you you're putting a financial barrier for a lot of people to fly yeah and you know it's going to be people that might be trying to go somewhere and do something and you're going to tell them their id and the thing about it which really upsets me it's a privilege to maybe just walk up and get your id it's very difficult when you don't have all your fucking paperwork 
it's very difficult when the hospital that you was born it got burned down and and, and it's been transferred five times it's difficult to do it when you were born in, in in the manger somewhere it's very difficult you know when you know they didn't keep records and it was a hand-me-downs and shit like that like this shit is not easy and then there's all types of fees and and fines and registrations and get it sent here and get it sent there and then on where you depend on where you stay you got to fucking travel to the state capital the only place you can get this shit done it is not well easy what is to get this paperwork what is really about is putting another badge of suspicion on on immigrants right that's what it was about in 2005 that's what 9-11's response was about so the fact that we're still pushing this back and we're only pushing it back because it's a supreme court ruling which is low-key kind of hilarious to think of the supreme court we treat them like you know oh my god when they say we just got to do shit and apparently you can just kick the can down the road with some of the shit <laughs> anyway um yeah i we don't need this no we should let it go right right because as long as you know i have my my information i can prove who i am and it's normally just like a driver's license or Mm -hmm. some form of like a government we already have we have passports we have all kinds of right we already have security when it comes to this it's and and it's and what's the point like oh he don't got a star on his license he must have a bomb you know like they're clearly gonna just use this to profile people just what's the point you profiling people without this shit ain't you though it's a false sense of security um you ever given money to cvs when they say hey uh would you like to donate to the uh, american diabetic association no i did the little rounded up thing i stopped that though rounded up okay yeah. well that's the same okay thing, the same basically. thing okay well you might be in line for some money mm. because uh, they're being sued over a fundraiser for diabetes um uh, they're trying to dismiss it but what they were doing was asking people if you like to make a donation and then the screen feature pre-selected amounts and you could select and or you could say no i always say no i never donate to these companies that want my money to use for their tax write-off for my donation right and that's the best case scenario is that they're taking my money to say we gave a certain amount of our shit to no you didn't i did that um but yeah uh basically they were using the lawsuit uh is accusing them of using those proceeds to pay off a 10 million dollar debt (gasps) oh yes um so uh supposedly of course you're getting sued because if you told me give me to pay my debt people would go fuck no right so um the lawsuit seeks reimbursement under the consumer protection laws of several states cvs says the attorney bank used an alias that did not identify him as an attorney to obtain pertinent information about the ada agreement before he filed the suit meaning basically he shouldn't have not that we didn't do it or he but he shouldn't know he basically lied to us and we told him the information and then we found out that he was going to use this information to sue us that's how they want to throw this case out the bitch you shouldn't have did it that's the problem is right regard, put like this somebody would have found out eventually somebody would have told eventually like the fuck is this yeah um so yeah they had had a judgment put a, against them and so they're using this money to make up the difference 
uh in the 10 million dollars allegedly well, then, you know you know what can save you money not having a 10 mile long receipt you can fucking save the thousand dollars in paper <laughs> that bitch is long it stop is with long. these long ass receipts they are long. you want to save paper you want to save money make it a regular size receipt the lapd announced 18 arrests and a massive organized retail theft ring i don't know if y'all seen this Mm-mm. uh on social media i see them all the time these clips of people where they're shopping and then just motherfuckers just run in grab a whole lot of clothes and just run out <gasps> i seen it at the iphone store at the apple store the other day where like oh them, people them ran in and then and, and then the uh and then the apple employees pull pulled the customers back and said don't interfere just let them take the shit and run out um and some idiot on social media was like what kind of employee does this you need to go and you didn't even try to stop them like you didn't even you you kept the customers from stopping them like first of all batman calm down safety ain't nobody trying to put on <laughs> and you don't want no lawsuit in your fucking store ain't nobody trying to put on the the, the cloak and, and and you know what did you want to i am justice like nigga i get paid 775 an hour for these motherfucking iphones y'all better go ahead right and on top of that a lot of stores should have policies they will fire you if you if you they be like no you jumping in right. we got insurance you jump in you're fired yep you get shot that's on your dime with our policy told you not to Mm-mm. do it our insurance will not pay for you being anyone shot. who's worked retail knows that they tell you not to do shit right i worked i remember they used to put me at media play for when i worked there for christmas once uh they put me by the door for security and the policy was like if anybody you can stop them and be like hey the buzzer went off but if a motherfucker like run or want to fight don't do it they gotta go and if you anything that spills out of the door you on your own like you will get fired but also we ain't nobody coming out to help you you on your own you get fucked up out there mm-hmm. um but yeah they they arrested 18 people um the ages were ranging from 15 to 20 which makes a lot of sense to me yep young people yeah because that was that's kind of the age range of people that that do that yolo type of crime mm-hmm. ain't just ain't them smash and grab crimes yeah. okay yeah you see them online that's why i said I, I was surprised when you say yeah so you know i see them all oh, the time oh okay okay uh, yeah uh, yeah i've seen smash and grabs mm-hmm. yeah i remember during the pandemic uh when people first started going back into the store that was a big thing people would just flood i think we seen macy's so well people just flooding all of a sudden like a like a flash mob people just flood in there and just run out with all types of shit you be like what what is happening here and it happened the day after um a new sheriff was sworn in <gasps> so i guess the old i don't know if they already i mean it, it makes sense that they would have already been working on this so mm. Yeah, I don't know if that matters at all, but for some reason, the day after the new sheriff came in, they busted these people. Um, which, you know, I, I, it's, it's, I, I get what people will say it's almost like a victimless crime, but one is, it's not, but then two, mm-hmm. I worry about the chaos of it and somebody doing something. Cause, you know, it's not just, oh, you run in and everyone's into the same, like, oh, they're harmless, they just want to grab some clothes and, just let them do their thing they might have weapons they might have guns well not just not just the weapons and guns somebody might try to stop them quote unquote when these motherfucking good guys with a gun um yeah someone could accost them a a bunch it's a bunch of random variable shit what if one of them decides to rob a person while they're in the store like 
you know i've seen people kind of downplay it but i'm like eh, i kind of get why it, yeah it, this is a dangerous thing that could escalate it's, it's too many factors and guess what as a company guess what now now okay before i was gonna have to file an insurance claim now i have to file an insurance claim and possibly pay out a policy because this motherfucker decided to be a, hit, a superhero got shot got fucked up and now you're suing me talking about i should have protected you on my grounds don't do the shit yeah and then not to mention at a certain level it gets criminal because like they build in uh a certain amount of of theft into their budgets of all these stores mm-hmm. but then obviously you can't a lot for this much fucking theft like mm-hmm. ain't no insurance in the world that's gonna be like write this off it's like no nigga you need to pursue this criminally you can't just mm-hmm. like we're not <laughs> we're not in the license we're not in the business of that hurts rent a car Mm-hmm. will pay 168 million dollars to customers it falsely accused of stealing his cars what how you falsely accused me of stealing the whole goddamn car because you rent the car you're late bringing it back these motherfuckers immediately start filing fucking criminal charges on certain people what they left for some customers resulted in arrest felony charges and jail time <gasps> and they will now pay 168 million dollars to settle those claims um they said 364 people falsely accused of car theft the company said the number represents more than 95 percent of such claims um as i have said since joining hertz earlier this year my attention is to lead a company that puts the customers first and resolving these claims we are holding ourselves to that objective said ceo steven share in a statement announcing the settlement hertz global holdings which also includes rental car companies thrifty and dollar filed for bankruptcy in 2020 many of the claims emerged as part of those proceedings uh oh so they were like we need to get all our assets some of these cars is out we just accuse them of theft so we can write it you know so we can go ahead file chapter 13 so you just happen to have one you happen to have be late that day guess what now you're late and going to jail instead of just charging me a fucking late fee like normal uh the company's 25 million rental transactions 0.014 percent uh are reported stolen each year or about 3500 the company has said but some of those reports have been proven to be false in lawsuits and in press reports stories of false accusations revealed lapses in hertz rental records and theft policies that led to errors uh one customer got uh like here one customer was driving her rental car in chicago she got a flat tire she called hertz to had a car towed months later she was pulled over for wearing a seatbelt incorrectly the police informed her she had a warrant out for her arrest she was jailed for more than 30 days bitch what bitch what indeed karen another customer in florida extended her hertz rental four times but the car was reported stolen before the end of the extension period in spite of the text message communications with a hertz employee confirming her plans to return it court records show she was jailed for 37 days separated from her two children and missed her nursing school graduation because <gasps> it's just paperwork to them mm-hmm i burned that motherfucker down yep why do you need white man paperwork and then they wonder why uh when niggas get them electronic receipts they snapshotting it and shit they were like nope ain't nobody gonna say i didn't receive this mm-hmm um hers had initially fought in bankruptcy court to keep the allegations under seal after a report by cbs news made some incidents public hers responded that vehicles were only reported stolen after exhaustive attempts to reach the customer uh 
many of the hearst cases involved customers who had called to extend their rental agreement but the extensions were not properly reflected in hearst computer systems so your computer system go straight to jail next whoops forgot to hit enter guess you're going to enter the jail system other cases involve Hertz re-renting cars that had previously been reported as stolen without <gasps> rescinding the police reports, causing unsuspecting customers to be pulled over by the police. What? Yep. Well, y'all know y'all better cross Hertz off your list. Y'all niggas might be getting arrested. Why do you need white man paperwork? At other times, stolen cars are accidentally associated with the wrong customer, resulting in an arrest warrant for someone who was out of state entirely. So, isn't you not even the person that that had the car late, and now you going to jail? Or they was man, hurt, hurts when you listen. You you five minutes late, it hurts. I have to drop. Might have to drop a dime on the niggas. Sure. You know what I'm saying? Stop. I don't like that shit for sure, bro. I don't like that shit. <laughs> they like it's been. Hey, you ain't pick up the phone fast enough. I hope you enjoy prison. <laughs> Thirty days, you could disrupt somebody's whole ass life. Dog, imagine you. I mean, cause you, they lucky somebody get killed, right? Like you lucky somebody didn't get killed because like the cops could have just fucking killed somebody running up on them thinking it's a stolen vehicle or some shit. Mm-hmm. Yes, whatever it is, fucking pay more. Fuck y'all. They emerged from bankruptcy last year, but false accusation cases had yet to be resolved in April. Shortly after he taken over as her CEO, Cher said that rectifying the situation was a priority. Yeah, because I know my black ass would be like, and that's it. That won't be running from you. Mm-mm. shit still might not i get a flat tire and now i gotta go to prison that don't that don't seem right that, that don't i'm contacting your people and and i'm still getting arrested right it's a warrant out for my arrest like how does that make sense i'm good oh my god fucking 30 days i lose everything hey it hurts i'm gonna be about uh 10 minutes late i got the car i'm just getting some gas i'm gonna bring it in is that cool yeah no problem all right click you're going to jail. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to jail. That's how they answer the phone. It hurts. All nah, niggas better show up early. Oh my god. Jay, we ain't even got. We ain't even opened up yet. You know, you still got a whole day. Nah, take this bitch back a day early. I don't want no problems. <laughs> uh, U.S. Uh, U.S. Uh, gas prices mm-hmm. are lower now than they were before russia invaded ukraine mm. mm-hmm you love to see it love we did see. it we did it joe we did it joe we did, we did it mm-hmm. <laughs> joe byron he did it y'all since y'all gave him all the blame for the gas now y'all give him all the props y'all gotta give him all the credit we got a lot of football on this you know what i'm saying yeah he, he did it y'all we got to give him all the credit the way he got all the blame for some shit they ain't really got nothing to do, do with him. him right price is going up all across the world and y'all like you making the price of the gas go up yeah if this is if mike b was on the show and we had a little conspiracy corner i would get into how the election came and then all of a sudden the motherfucking inflation and the gas 
start acting a little bit better that, that's interesting ain't it though you know i saw a picture of some eggs from Publix today and the price looked like it was in the metric system <laughs> <laughs> i said oh shit <laughs> i was like oh it's, but but i listen it's coming back down i guess um trump organization found guilty in tax fraud scheme whatever they do no shit like i i just i just assuming they was doing everything well it's not just the no shit part of it like you know i get that i get what you're saying but it's also the fact that i mean a lot of people been saying you can't do nothing to him you can't do nothing to his company right it's just is what it is we just you know he's untouchable right he nothing's a, gonna happen to him and what was so fucked up he's the only president that never actually every other president has like look here's the background these are the shit i own you know they take shit out their name they do all he was like nope you ain't get my money you ain't get my taxes you don't even know what i own like he was like fuck it and they said okay this is your fault yeah so he's been his company is has been found guilty his fucking um uh like uh money man the the accountant dude was in there motherfucking spilling all the the chief financial officer was in there singing like a bird because they're not going to jail and every his testimony is what um implicated uh the trump trump himself in some of this shit and this is the against the company but letitia james still has criminal cases uh against trump and his children so it's this is just step one i think the what happens is we're so fucking impatient because everything can just kind of be sorted out through social media and twitter right right but you you, make it happen do something right but you but you don't want to invest the hundreds possibly thousands of hours to be sure you got shit together well uh in this case like it's moving and i think i get why people are impatient but i think it's defeatist to be your impatience is defeating you yes um you know just like on a personal example like or just that everyone can kind of relate to um it's it's like when people are when you're hungry and it's thanksgiving and it's you know three o'clock and your mom said y'all were eating at three but you see they still cooking and it's probably gonna be later than that you could leave go home and and sit on your couch and don't have no food or you can be like like most of us do i guess i'm just gonna have to wait till five or whatever the fuck i'm hungry now but i wait till five i think a lot of people went home with no food and ate nothing you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like they're pouted like it's not another meal in your house that's better you Mm -hmm. just went home drank water had sleep for dinner because you want to give up i feel like that's how people treat a lot of the stuff with trump yes the actual system of justice takes longer than corruption that trump was under and unlike him you have to actually have a burden to prove shit right a lot of stuff a lot of stuff that he attempted to do never stuck because he actually didn't have the patience he could have been a way worse president he could if he was actually an effective president i don't know what i don't know what we would be looking at right now in america if he was an effective leader because his um reluctance for rules and shit like that actually is what kept the democracy barely held together mm-hmm. it's because he he didn't want to go through all the proper steps and channels to be like if we're gonna set somebody up let's set them up he's like i'll just accuse him of something 
I'll just I'll I'll just sign I'll just sign something in the in the law, and if it's enforceable or not, I'll let other people deal with that. Yeah, because he don't have no patience. He want instant gratification. Yeah, and because of that, that's the only reason why he was not as effective, and and he didn't he well he did sink the ship, but he didn't sink the ship even worse than it would have if he would have been willing, like you say, to play the game, to follow the rules, to follow the regulations, to know the shit by the by you know by the T and all that shit. That no fucking telling what this country would look like right now. Conviction on all 17 counts after more than a day of jury deliberation in state Supreme Court in Manhattan resulted from a long-running scheme in which Trump organization doled out off of the books luxury perks to some executives. They received fancy apartments, leased Mercedes Benzes, even private school tuition for relatives, none of which they paid taxes on. The Manhattan District Attorney's Office, which led the case against two Trump organization entities, had previously extracted a guilty plea from the architect of the scheme. Alan W. Wesselberg, the company's long-serving chief financial officer, uh, he of course testified as a star witness for the prosecution. Mm. Mm-hmm. Because not all these people are loyalists. A lot of them are opportunists, and I think yep. when faced with out. the when faced with the actual weight of Merrick Garland and the DOJ, or the uh, the the the, the, the ADs and attorney generals and shit in the uh, states a lot of them are not gonna die for trump and go down with him like the loyalist people that you know that they went to do time for him those dudes are far and few between yes they are um and they definitely won't do it with him being out of power i think i think him being out of power changes the it changes the math for a lot of people because when he was in power it's like well maybe he'll do something to help me maybe he'll do something to hurt me so i'm scared this shit is like nah mm-mm. i don't owe you no loyalty and you don't give a fuck about me right so i think that's what happened um let's see is there any other news i want to cover in the regular news before we move to a different segment um i think okay we covered all those yeah uh oh last one senate panel the whole hearing on concert ticket sales following taylor swift era's tower tip fiasco come on swifties swifties get this shit together so when the beyonce and rihanna tickets go on sale we ain't got no problems y'all do whatever y'all got to do shout out to the pete to the white people and, and and everybody else that was like i want to tell the swift tickets and Ticketmaster went down because i don't want to be trying to buy no beyonce tickets and the site go down or either you know the resales fucking twelve thousand dollars it don't make no fucking sense it do, they should not be allowed to do this yep i'm with you can go get them swiftest swift away get them let's go uh all right lgbtq news let's do some of that oh that wasn't even the right one i wanted to play hold on give me one second everybody mm-hmm. uh I'm now clicking on all kinds of stuff uh damn where where did it go maybe that will yeah. be what we get no no problem and, and uh sh- shout out to the swifties for for being a loyal fan base i i'm i'm glad y'all was the guinea pigs on if they could have this and the thing is particularly i wouldn't be surprised if taylor swift may have a lawsuit against them too because she was saying hey she had toured since like 2018 and she was saying that she had asked them prior to her tour can y'all handle this i haven't toured in a while like it's going to be crazy like can you handle this and they assured her they could that's a motherfucking problem you couldn't let me see what you want to see. You better move your body. You better move your feet. And I want to grow. Show me what's cool. Riding, caring, baby. LG 
let's talk about it um religious right activists this happened right up the road y'all religious right activists are suspected of sabotaging the electrical grid to stop a drag show that's why they did that bullshit up there yes are you serious they shot up the fucking power plant right and cutting out power to mooresville it's like thousands of forty-five thousand people lost power yes and they have not had no power and they literally broke in there no people them white people is mad they was like them people's like look we will catch y'all y'all ain't here fucking up our power they but threw, dumb shit. they threw a brick or a rock through with a note on it or some some hate slur shit through a daycare center this is the danger of these fucking silos mm-hmm. like liberal people silos are annoying conservative people silos are fucking dangerous like the the amount they got the guns but the amount of fucking crazy that's happening there well they whatever believing shit that's not true and they really do make themselves believe this shit right they think there's litter boxes in fucking kids bathrooms at schools because kids are dressed as furries uh they are convinced that because one fucking kid was at a drag show that there's a conspiracy of drag shows taking kids and indoctrinating them into the lgbtq lifestyle quote-unquote like i was talking to someone about this the other day because they were saying you know um you know i'm not with the conservatives or whatever but i think all the arguing online is getting out of control because i think it's totally reasonable for somebody to feel like taking a child to a drag show might be inappropriate and i said before we get into that how many kids are we talking about right because i know of the one in one video one time i don't know that kid i don't know that kid's parents i don't know what that kid can handle why has this become some type of national debate like every school field trip is to a fucking drag show right it's it, not it's not it's, it's parents overreacting like they overreact every fucking halloween talking about uh, uh they gonna put drugs you know how expensive drugs is anybody giving drugs to your kids it's not real like i'm not saying the original video didn't happen i'm saying this conflict is not real right and this is how republicans like start these culture wars and they get us reacting to it because the reaction drives more engagement on their side Mm -hmm. but it's all this fake bullshit it's uh trans girls are winning all the swimming contests and winning all the track and then you look at them like how often did this happen it's like well two times that we know i was like and why the fuck would i care right name something else that happened two times that i give a fuck about you know like if y'all cared that much about issues a cow shooting niggas like uh hotcakes y'all don't be in the streets y'all don't care y'all don't got that same energy y'all don't even understand why we react and this happening way more often than what the fuck is happening with y'all so what are you Come talking on. about so it's just very interesting to see like how this stuff gets started but the real consequences is their crazy is violent and dangerous yes. and terror this is terrorism now it's not just terrorism on the lgbtq community you terrorize everybody that has power 
they're supposed to have power right now you terrorize a community of forty-five thousand people and you feel righteously justified because of your fucking hate thinking this is some type of cost that moore county should be paying for allowing there to be a drag show within the vicinity right so now people who may not even know what's happening now i can't go to school i can't go to work everything's shut down i you know you i can't get I, I, everything is is done because of you like the fuck i got to do with this um the thing is a lot of people think they know who did it because there's like right-wing activists and shit that have been saying stuff about it mm, um go get them yeah uh but yeah and they think it's because of that the drag show um yeah uh, army psychological operations officer emily grace rainey wrote on facebook the power is out in moore county and i know why rainey who was investigated by the army after leading a group to the rally in washington on january 6th you know the insurrection repeatedly and vehemently protested the drag show so it sounds like that person is claiming some responsibility or inside knowledge Rainey also posted a photo of the Sunrise Theater where the drag show took place on Saturday night, writing that God writing that God will not be mocked. Bring him in bring him in for questioning. Uh Rainey we need to have a little conversation with you. Rainey later posted that she had been questioned by the sheriff's office about her post regarding the blackout. God works in mysterious ways. I use the opportunity to tell officers about the immoral drag show and the blasphemies screened by its supporters yeah and we need to have a little conversation with you because you did yeah they claim they questioned her but her her claims were not credible uh and they have not been able to tie anything back to the drag show they do have a person in custody now though for whoever threw the rock through the daycare center because once again i'm sure they said there's some type of grooming or some shit happening in there even with no proof and it not being true but yeah this is the real consequences of their of their silos they talk about liberal people in the bubble they live in and shit Mm -hmm. there's no version of this that that liberal people have like they're not doing this Mm -hmm. like oh they went they had a a rally at the black lives black they had a march that's not the same as they shot up the fucking power grid right and it's cold as shit right now uh yeah they're towards the mountains too right and then i didn't even say this article because it's not out yet really but they hearing that argument about the person that don't want to um mm-hmm. that don't want to serve gay people by creating websites for them even though no gay people asked her to do anything um yeah i didn't know that part the fuck you complaining about then the, they invent stuff to go to the supreme court because they know they have the conservative justice advantage and the law doesn't matter it's all about power right. how many conservatives do we have on on the bench we expect to get bigotry passed under the guise of freedom of speech and what's so fucked up is that this supreme court is all over the place if people need to pay attention they're doing a lot of unprecedented stuff that uh, unprecedented stuff mm-hmm. they aren't actually following the laws like they're they're actually listening to the shit that actually sometimes don't even go through the lower court like it should mm-hmm. and to get to their point they're like oh we'll pick this one we'll pick that one and people will go well they actually need to prove their case in these lower courts and actually work their way up to you like nah fuck it we'll actually handpick what basically what we want to hear and that's not normally how this shit works right um the senate passed same-sex interracial marriage law bill in a bipartisan vote 
um it's the respect for marriage act the reason people are shoring up this right now is because they actually do expect um the uh supreme court to start challenging these laws that people thought were safe mm-hmm. and that's what people said you should have codified roe well this is them attempting to codify marriage equality two things about this i believe it's still if i'm not mistaken i believe it still has to go to the house um yeah before being sent to president joe biden this has to happen before we change over mm-hmm. because if mccarthy becomes a majority leader this will not this pass. will not pass um so that's number one number two i am not sure this will even matter to the supreme court right i will not be sure but i think if this does not pass the muster if somehow the supreme court decides we're conservative we had a power we not respect the marriage equality please remember when people were talking all that shit about how we just need to codify and and using that as a reason like to bash democrats and shit you have to vote these people out of power right you know i hate that this segment always turns into us talking about voting as we sit here and wait on the results of warnock versus uh Mm-hmm. Um, yeah the polls closed uh, in, in about three minutes at seven yeah uh warnock versus um the running back from uh georgia uh <laughs> herschel walker um but as we sit here and wait on that man we always gonna come back to that in this segment because all this stuff that makes you feel good don't matter if you're not doing good and by doing good i mean putting people in place that can pass some rules and pass some protections for folks all this other shit don't matter man it, like it all the safe spaces on twitter Mm-mm. all the fucking all, all rainbows that you want to wear on your clothes all that shit don't matter when the rubber meets the road you be like man fuck them gay people i don't care i i don't i can't be bothered yeah and so if that means greg abbott gonna do what he do greg abbott just gonna do what he do they but they'll figure a way out to survive just remember that shit because because i think we us having uh a lot of the we still don't have enough numbers indicative of the way people claim to feel when it comes to our representation Mm -hmm. and some of that is obviously republicans rigging the game don't don't Uh, get it twisted agreed but some of that is also us being like well it's a rigged game i'm not even gonna attempt to try and you know sitting on our laurels and i think that's how this stuff comes to pass yes not only that a lot of it a lot of people like a moral high ground they're 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 rather morally look good and actually do fucking actions you know and that's what really really frustrate me because if you claim you care about lgbtq if you claim you care about black brown and marginalized people if you claim you care about your family members and your loved ones get your motherfucking ass out there and vote particularly if you are eligible to vote and so it's just one of those things where i'm like it it can be very very frustrating when people go well do something do something put people in offices that can do something you don't put them in there you tell everybody how not to vote you have all this apathy you do all this shit that's counterproductive and like i said maybe it's just me it doesn't make any fucking sense you won't change and people tell you what you need to do for the change but it because effort you don't want to take the effort because you morally want to look good you want to actually 
a pout online and, and huff and puff online and tell everybody how you are morally superior than these other places across the country and how you know um uh we you know i i and me and and and, and it's never us it's never unity when i hear these people i'm keeping everyone i hear these people talking it's very fucking frustrating because they're the first people to not want to do shit get mad when the results don't go their way but you didn't want to put no effort in you didn't you, you didn't want to show up you didn't want to get your hands dirty you you didn't want to do anything anything substantial you just wanted to sit huff and puff and talk and talk shit about everybody else's motherfucking doing shit people out here working hard busting their asses going door to door convincing family members and friends it might not be a lot but it's something and you sitting there with your motherfucking arms folded looking at everybody else talk about do something and then turn around and gonna be looking crazy but all your motherfucking rights get stripped away just like everybody else says you're not special yeah i think also the this is the representation that we vote for right mm-hmm. we asked them hey row scared the shit out of everybody um we should have codified it okay so now this is why like i said i support these motherfuckers that i support the democrats that are doing this and and honestly the republicans that are doing this too because they listened they said okay y'all think we should have codified it let's do that so now they want to codify marriage equality and i hope it does make a difference or if anything maybe it exposes the the court for even being more fraudulent than they appear to be already mm-hmm. where like okay well they did the thing they explicitly stated the thing and y'all still found a way to violate that under some claim of free speech for religion uh cis woman with short hair was terrorized by a transphobe while using the women's restroom a cisgender woman was harassed uh by another cis uh cis woman with short hair in the public i'm sorry a cisgender woman harassed another cis woman with short hair in the public restroom of a rampart casino in las vegas so i can't have short hair the short hair woman who goes by creating jay rose on a video sharing app tiktok my thing recorded said, wait, the, wait huh? for the black guy who tips to reconnect oh shit okay give me a second to refresh mm-hmm. uh i'm using firefox today and uh you know uh, rather than chrome because of the sound issues and i guess uh firefox decided to be a whole ass <laughs> to everybody um, uh, i looked over there and you was gone yeah i still don't see me give me a second mm-hmm. um i'll try Mm-mm. to open up a different window okay it's just me yeah um this won't take but like 30 seconds or whatever okay um Da, da, da. there we go yes i should be back there we go okay. sorry everybody i don't know where i got cut off but um yeah uh but yeah so this person creating j rose said she was experiencing very bad cramps during the drive with her boyfriend so they stopped at the casino so she could use the restroom after sitting in the stall for about 30 seconds she heard a woman start complaining about trans identities when i started recording i'm a little confused because i never had a problem going to the bathroom since cutting my hair short but for some reason i knew she was talking about me the woman said you don't even uh you don't want to even get out of there uh, get out of there yeah stay right there figure out your identity in your perspective the woman then starts blaming schools and repeatedly saying this is not allowed i want to pee in private the woman adds this is ironic because <laughs> she was jay rose and they're trying to pee pee in private you know what i mean um so when she leaves the woman asks her are you a man or a woman 
credit and j rose says why does that matter because you're in the ladies room and i've gotten called out several times for being in the men's room and you're going to be called out for whatever you're doing so what are you identifying as today i don't think that's any of your business oh it's not so you're in the ladies room where i think i need to identify you you do not need to identify me Mm -mm. um casino security got involved and the woman said this is not the way you play your shit it is not allowed you think you're going to be a woman then it's okay to be a man no no figure your identity out in your bedroom yeah this like i said they're silos and the shit they believe over there and the danger they pose to regular ass people is just it's scarier man it's fucking scary right and and also the thing is for a lot of people on our side you know people people are in such a pan they go well civil one all that stuff y'all know we're gonna lose because they got all the motherfucking guns right, right. so y'all actually need to put people in office to regulate the shit and and and, and strip this shit down you know uh and and, ma- and make reasonable gun laws so everybody can't get a gun in their hand but instead of that you want to huff and puff and, t- and 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 act all crazy and then you have crazy people doing like this because what happened if this woman would have had a weapon or anything she could attack her or anything you never know because people are crazy and some kind of i think kind of good news here um see if we can end this segment with something that i think is kind of cool okay um and it's about churches give me one second to see if i is it showing my screen it is now okay cool um oh great 20 seconds for a commercial uh well we'll let this commercial play in the background um (laughs) (laughs) but uh yeah it's 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 about the more the methodist church um united methodist church uh they had a conference where some churches uh uh disaffected like left churches are no longer affiliated with the united methodist church some religious leaders are expressing concerns about the potential for changing traditions when it comes to same-sex couples cbs 17's dina harley is getting answers about what the disaffiliation actually means the future of some congregations now up in the air church leaders telling me it's a painful time the congregations who are disaffiliating now are choosing to do so because they take exception to the way our book of discipline addresses lgbtqia people um, and they want to chart their own course three churches in raleigh and a few in surrounding areas going their separate ways from the united methodist church saying the church as a whole does not take a strong enough stance against same-sex couples and marriage the book of discipline says that gay people know less than the rest of us are beloved of God and are individuals of sacred worth. While the United Methodist Church practices welcoming LGBTQ plus communities into the congregations, the church does not celebrate same-sex marriage. Grace Southern, the assistant to the bishop for the North Carolina Conference of the United Methodist Church, says some congregations fear that could change. Many of the churches disaffiliating are concerned that in the subsequent general conference in 2024 or some subsequent conference, the Book of Discipline will be changed to be more open to gay and lesbian brothers and sisters. A disaffiliated church has two choices. They can either join another denomination or remain an independent congregation. But the separation of individual congregations has caused a strain for individual church members who are now trying to find their spot in the church. It's painful for many, many of them. Um, Many of them are choosing, frankly, not to stay in a church that disaffiliates. Southern says the church wants to uphold traditions of treating all people with grace and welcoming them into the religious community. Church leaders say there is potential for even more 
congregations to disaffiliate. In Raleigh, Dina Harley, CBS 17 News. Oh, so they mad because the the people are like, hey, dog. Like, They're anticipating oh. that the next conference will be the one where they go, and we do recognize marriage equality. And that's why I call it good news, because pick your side. Pick your side. Them breaking this monolithic appearance down and saying some of these motherfuckers are more bigoted and do not want gay people in it good stand in your shit go okay so go go disaffiliate right go 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 be bigoted by your motherfucking self and i love that the main church that that's the the main organization is the one that's being like yeah so they leaving and it's sad like we don't want them to leave but we trying to make it a more inclusive place which you know i'm not religious but seem like a jesus thing to do to me is to include people everybody um so yeah i i actually really love this um um because i just it's conflict and i know people think conflict is bad but it ain't bad mm-hmm. when you're standing for the right shit i know it's not and honestly man let the motherfuckers go then okay you know what i mean like mm-hmm yeah and, and all right y'all y'all don't fuck with gay people cool we do yeah and sometimes with things like that is a leadership but it might not be the congregation as a whole so even yeah. with them they're gonna have their congregation going to shrink because now of, you know where your church stands right because, if you didn't before mm-hmm. right and so a lot of people are gonna be like yeah i'm not down with this because a lot of these back. a lot of these churches will sit up there and not say shit right about the topic but just move real funny mm-hmm. and they just never come out and make it so you never have to leave because you like well i don't really they you know don't, where they stand they, they don't really, really say nothing but now right. you have to know you can't get in these churches and think you don't know right, particularly, how they feel yeah particularly if they separate yeah so yeah they ain't gonna get the fuck um all right let's move into some other news uh let's do some um uh some fucking with black people how about that uh give me a a second to pull it up okay boom i said boom damn it we're just fucking with them people because they black. We're just fucking with them black people. We're just fucking with them blacks. We're just fucking with them black people. Hey, who? 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 It's never good when Twitter reacts. Twitter reacts to Shannon Sharp saying he would not have chosen to attend an HBCU if he had the grades. So Shannon Sharp is a Savannah State University alum. He and, and a lot of people are very proud of the fact he went to an HBCU, made it to the NFL definitely a dude that you know when you see him on tv i think most people feel like he's very pro-black says a lot of stuff that black people agree with and love to see him say um calls out a lot of bullshit um but uh they did a lot of people didn't like this because in the wake of Deion sanders Mm -hmm. leaving uh jackson state to go to colorado 
shannon sharp i think was trying to show some support for dion there's other ways you could have did this and he so he tweeted um something uh to the effect of um uh someone said deon sanders took the vibranium out of wakanda damn he ain't swack oh no not and the vibranium tag shannon sharp and skip bayless and all this stuff as, as, as shannon start sharp quote tweeted him and said uh you sound ridiculous and then this dude replied to that and said shannon why can't a hbcu be they, the prize it's like moving out of a black neighborhood is always progress what other people are taught to see getting away from themselves i.e their neighborhoods institutions, and companies etc as success besides blacks uh so shannon replied to that do you still live in the neighborhood you grew up in um and so someone said that's not the question yes or no do you think black ass institutions are a downgrade and he said skip i went to a hbcu but only because i was prop 48 it worked out great for me had i had the grades coming out of high school i wouldn't went to a hbcu so everybody was like shannon sharp no not you like you we thought you was like a proud you know alum and all this stuff now i think to be honest he's telling the truth uh if he's saying he wouldn't have went if he could have had another option i believe him why would i not um i think what's been lost in a lot of the like trying to whatever side is this dion shit you're on the hyperbole and the feelings of attacking and defense have gotten so out of control mm-hmm. that i think there's a area in the middle that is just going disregarded right that is probably closer to the truth and i'm and i'm gonna say this for everybody that's on the like dion is is the greatest and people need to just leave him alone he don't deserve this I, i'm not even really knocking you for feeling that he doesn't deserve all this i think to, to, to a large extent he he deserves some pushback but definitely not everything i'm seeing but i'll I'll say this on the show all the time anger is sad that has no place to go Mm -hmm. when you see black people that's mad right now understand that they're hurt they not mad on some just i woke up today and decided i hate deon sanders right they're hurt whether they're hurt because they actually believed him which you can deride if you want to but you can't say the man's a great salesman and then go damn people bought that which one is it pick 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 a story <laughs> mm-hmm. like and if you were savvy enough to know he wasn't bonded you should be savvy enough to understand people would find that deplorable when they were like damn it was all just a sales tactic to get him to this power five white job at one of these schools so everything he he it wasn't beneath him to play racial angles to sell it and there were gonna be people that feel a way about it i don't understand what the fighting is about like when i see like when i see someone that got so angry as a graduate of an hbcu um and wrote like he pimped johnson hbcu coach in, in jackson state i went that's a brother that's very upset yes and very hurt and very disappointed I, yeah. right and i get it you can go well that's anti-black blah, blah blah totally hear you i think it's also anti-black when 
you know uh we pitched the idea that hbcus are beneath these white schools right or you know what i mean the fact that an hbcu would have let you in because it sees some level of redemption and value in you and says you still deserve a chance when these white schools wouldn't that's the entire fucking purpose of hbc right that's why they exist because we were not even allowed to go to these uh pwis and, right and but the- not just but no see that's why it exists for the excellent i'm saying some motherfuckers ain't excellent in high school and then it's like well go get a fucking job as a mechanic then nigga that's it Mm-hmm. this hbcu will be like that doesn't mean you don't get another shot right you like one of the things that people knock hbcu sometimes is they'll be like well sometimes people fell out at, at a higher rate uh now they don't fell out at a higher rate than they would at the pwi mm-hmm. but sometimes they're like some of these kids are failing out and it's like because they gave kids a shot that uh, quote-unquote would not make it anywhere else and then some of them came success stories yes because they got that support they got that attention for the first time in their lives they go to a university where it's not fucking 60 people in the class and the assistant is the one teaching it and ain't no office hours like anyway i don't want to turn this into like a big Mm -hmm. diatribe about hbcus i love my hbcu problems and all because i don't think hbcus are are perfect but Mm -hmm. no school is perfect right no student is perfect no teacher is perfect right but this idea of demonizing folks over this i think it's gone a little too far on and i hate to say both sides of this it is both both sides are are to the extreme and how put like this hbcu and pwi arguments on twitter to me are the same as the the male as as the water sexes to me it mm-hmm. because all it takes is something to strike a match and then everybody comes out with their pitchforks on both sides bitch whatever your college experience was guess what you was black in that motherfucker right. regardless of which one you went to regardless of if you went to a, a hbcu or regardless of which you went to a pwi guess what y'all found each other and so you you know for a lot of people that go to colleges regardless of where you went to and you, you found yourself and the thing is most people are in the middle i don't give a fuck where you go just as long as you are happy with your college experience nobody cares but everybody gets on their high horses on both sides when it comes to this argument yeah it's i think same. like if you don't have any understanding for either side of it I, I find it to be a bit ridiculous i understand the people that's like this is athletics this is sports this is what i thought Dion would do and i am celebrating the way he moved to get this job that no black people get so on the one hand because of the way the game is set up the way sport is set up the way coaching is set up these power five conferences ain't giving black people jobs period they're not hiring black coaches often um this one i think is an exception because colorado's had three black head coaches no black coach has ever moved up from hbcu football to uh to division one these pwis let like these power five no one has ever done it before and of course if someone was going to do it it would be dion you know um he gamed the system and there's a way that i understand people going yeah he uses charisma he uses name he used that transfer portal rule like they're rooting for him because we're starved for black success and we're starved for black representation quote unquote on that front i empathize with those people they're more 
they're bigger college sports fans than i am mm-hmm. i'm just not i've never been a huge college guy like that so it doesn't mean what it means to them that, right for me you see what i'm saying to them they're like a black man is getting a great job why aren't we all just happy for him and while he was there he wasn't like a coon or a sellout you know i'm hearing various rumors i'm not seeing it in print i'm not seeing it sourced and verified but here's what i'm seeing people say so let me just preface all this with this may not be true Mm -hmm. but they're saying he was paid three hundred thousand dollars a year or somewhere around that and he would give half of it back to the school and they're saying like he built the facilities uh there with his own money and stuff once again i don't know if that's true or not this is just what i'm seeing people say Mm -hmm. because some of the stuff also sounded like people were accusing the university of stealing money from and shit and so once again i don't know if that's true i haven't heard that anywhere but people screenshotting other people saying shit on facebook right Mm -hmm. the point being like okay cool man like he got people to pay attention college game day came out there um attention is not necessarily currency it's not the same as support and it's not the same as money but mm-hmm. he did use his platform to get attention to hbcus and josh uh jackson state um and maybe people will be able to build with this success i it doesn't i, I doubt it but maybe because because if the formula is you need big names charisma and shit it's just about to go back to normal like a regular person probably about to get that job that's just worked his way as a coach to get to earn it mm-hmm. and it's not gonna be a celebrity former you know hall of fame like it's not gonna be that so people gonna just be like all right take this shit off tv or i'm not watching i don't care which is fine that's not what we needed anyway um so yeah i get that part and then of course the other part of it is the people that you know think like the 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 people that are hurt that think he just did this in a shitty way to think that he overpromised in a way that he really didn't have to Mm-mm. you know putting god in it and 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 pro, all this pro blackness around this shit it's like dog you didn't even really need to do that you could have just, just been Deion sanders with this job mm-hmm. and people would have put their eye on you but he needed the support and the community came out and supported him because of how he was talking and i don't begrudge people that are hurt that he said those things and they feel like he didn't live up to those things that he sold them something and the reason they thought it was different is because he sold it to them under the guise of blackness and god like it wasn't the regular sale that people hit if this was a white coach people everyone would be mad it wouldn't just be black people everyone would be mad if a white coach did this so yeah anyway i get it i just think uh shannon sharp and these people want to support him you know they they know him this might be their friends but i think in the rush to support him you say shit that kind of shits on hbcus in a way that's like i don't know people thought he was a shining example of someone that that went there and i think i don't think he was trying to shit on hbcus i really just think he was trying to support Deion sanders and and just inarticulately did so in a way that in a heightened 
uh conflict on social media mm-hmm. is gonna be taken and shitting on hbcus right and people are already extra sensitive when it comes to hbcus and pwis anyway anytime right. it's brought up it is like the war of the roses like everybody right. comes out everybody one's better than the other ones one's lesser than the other ones you should have went to an hbcu you should went to a p it's like a fucking warfare it's like who gives a fuck as long as you get your education now yes i did go to hbcu and i have my reasons why i went to hbcu but that's my own personal choice also like it's i guess if you not just sports wise or just life what he said ain't controversial to me like what shannon sharp said which is if i had better grades i would have went to a pwi that's a lot of people like that yes it is and i don't think that that's some type of like anti-blackness in that i just think is there's a reason there's a reason everyone was so happy that Deion sanders was even at a hbcu is because we are under resourced there's a reason that those people that are heads of hbcus came in there and met with trump we down bad so of course there's a level of like protection that we have for these universities and a level of dismay and unease and anxiety that we have about our universities and their status in this world and how people look down on them and shit and so i think a lot of that was projected on the shannon sharp but for a fucking college athlete that wants to go pro what he said is not controversial at all like it to me i don't even find it to be necessarily insulting other than he just worded it badly like i i get his point which you know like which is like what he's really saying is something that's just the ugly truth which is yes a division one white college that went one and eleven is better than being at an hbcu that went eleven and oh and it's all because of shit like money and and facilities and social capital shit that's just white supremacy with different words but yes it is it's basically like yes i can do more at these other places than i can at a hbcu and in order to change that it would literally take decades and most importantly i don't want that changed for hbcus we don't need to be pursuing white college athletic as a par- athletics as a paradigm it would destroy the, the only thing we have going to hbcus which is that a black kid can be seen as a human being and get educated mm-hmm. if we just turn this shit into another meat market where it's all about how can we make money off of sports and black bodies it's going to turn into what Dion did all the time that's what happens at white schools all the time that's why a lot of these people supporting Dion don't feel feel offended by this because they find this to be just the way the game is played they think this is equality to see a black man do it whether he had to do it under the guise of race and jesus or not and so i don't want that for us um and i don't hold it against shannon that he said something that is true but you kind of just don't want to hear people say but yeah if he could have went to a school and got in with his grades and and been at miami or some shit he would have just been in miami or or colorado or wherever yeah and also i think uh for me i do agree with you about the money because the thing about most hbcus they actually are truly student athletes and yeah uh they don't have a choice right 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 they don't they don't have yeah. a choice right and it's one of those things to where 
if you do these things you are changing the foundation and what you're going to do a lot of people who have an opportunity and succeeded like me would otherwise be priced out would yeah. cause guess what guess what they're going to raise the standards they're going to raise the, everything's going to be high they're going to raise tuition they're right. going to be like you pay that's that's why these white schools a lot of times their tuition is so high because it's like no you're not just paying to be educated at chapel hill you're paying to be part of chapel hill the tar hills sports programs and all that experience that comes with that we're raising it and it costs to to do this it's a business at this point it's a business we don't need that that's not equality for us and i i thought it was asinine when people was even when Dion had everybody stirred up into like we can turn hbcus into another sports profit driven i said no man that's not like that's just not what it needs to be we don't even need to pursue that so uh, yeah i don't like i said i don't knock shannon for saying what i find to be the truth but i also just i don't think anybody's listening to anybody right now dude they're too busy fighting <laughs> right and arguing with each other to care yeah so um zero to a hundred this gives me i'm gonna go 50 50 yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm a little irritated and i'm more irritated about the war that these mm-hmm. these debate that always sparks around this like it becomes about dion it becomes about shannon sharp but the at the foundation of this is hbcu's pwis and that's like the foundation because i've seen a lot of people they started with that football stuff and then it branched out into yeah. why you niggas do this and why you niggas, that's the part that irritates me because that's what it always the foundations of people's arguments always boil down to. i'll tell you the biggest difference that should illustrate everything to everybody right here colorado in the fucking press conference where they got deon sanders when asked how they were gonna get the five million dollars a year to pay Dion, said they didn't know yet what yeah they said they didn't know but they were sure they were gonna be able to get it and if that don't tell you everything that is different about a shitty white school versus a a black school that just had a team go 11 and 0 going to a bowl game i honestly don't know what else to say that's the difference of what we're working with people can make moves and don't even know where the money coming from yet or can't say where the money could just knowing so we got Dion. somebody to step up somebody to pay mm-hmm. booster somebody gonna come up with this money we 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 can't get in that game that's a soulless game the things it takes to get there it's just not it's not i do like that you know people shit on eddie robinson because eddie robinson the third because he talks shit about dion i get it y'all mad but you know what i like about him is that he gonna be there you know if, even if it's because he a, a 10 million dollar job ain't coming a five million dollar job ain't coming for him even if it's just because of that in your mind like he don't really fuck with them kids he just he can't get no better job sure if that's really what you truly believe i still fuck with that dude because he gonna be there for a minute you know he not seeing as just a stepping stone to get away from that on his path to somewhere else and if he did he could go be a coordinator somewhere yeah if he really and if he get on that pipeline to try to one day maybe crack it into this white people rotation but it don't seem like he doing that so you know and i think that's what it takes when you with a hbcu you got to commit yourself to shit like that mm-hmm. you know to to like no i'm not just gonna leave 
on my way to somewhere else i am going to treat this like it's community and you know i think if Dion hadn't sold community so well we wouldn't even be here right now agreed but yeah i i give it 25 for shannon sharp i'm not that fuck well i think he could have worded that better but you have to be so unrealistic some of these niggas live in theory so some of these fucking responses have been basically like ain't no difference between the hbcu and going uh you know alabama or some shit it's like yes it's, the fuck it is it's a huge difference you know it's a big difference it's you know it's, it's like a basketball player go to kentucky you know this nigga going to the draft he could be sorry as shit you you you'd rather go there and risk it and and be a and be in a high draft pick than go to to some other school and risk it where they don't have that uh you know portfolio of putting people in and it's a self uh what do you call it It, like it's a cycle that keeps proving itself because you know the great players go here and then the great players get drafted from here but yeah ain't too many people gonna take that chance especially at not no damn 17 18 19 years old ain't too many people in the world that's gonna be like you know what i think i can get it done at howard basketball let's figure it out too many people would have been like no you can't not with the facilities not with the 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 the, the weight program the fucking boosters the whatever other bullshit they got access to that black people don't right like it like it's not it's not even a knock on our universities Mm -hmm. it's it's like i wouldn't knock somebody that didn't go to like a jesuit university or brown university or some shit because they want to go pro i'd be like yeah i get it you go to harvard you gotta actually go to class like why the fuck would you do that right you know what i mean so i don't i'm not mad at yeah self-fulfilling prophecy thank you jada but i'm not mad at it it's just but i I think i've just have kind of refusing to get mad i'm 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 a little bit disappointed in the way that i think a lot of hbcu people are kind of disappointed because it's just a reminder of like uh our place in in this whole thing as you know a stepping stone for dion and and nothing else really um all right let's uh try to lighten it up with some different type of news guys i know that was okay you know i didn't mean to to scare y'all oh man i really only have one story to talk about at white people news i know y'all probably been waiting on us to talk about it karen what happened have you heard about lutelius lutelius no no who's lutelius you may know him by another name his nickname lutelius tj holmes jr oh good morning america because i like to call him tj hose jr <laughs> my god i had no idea good morning america hour three. Oh, as andy andy klein said in the group chat good morning america <laughs> <laughs> so i don't know how much of this story you're familiar with but it was the only story dominating the headlines for me now i i the only thing i knew about tj holmes uh uh was he at some point had like a show on like uh i think it was him that had like a show on like bt or something it was like 
like up with tj holmes or something like that y'all remember, I remember that? that show yes i do like that's, that's been years ago Ooh, that's been years ago yeah i want to say it was a tv show something about with tj holmes i want to say that was the name of up with tj holmes okay yeah it was on bet i remember that yeah that was like the, and i was like oh okay brother trying to do his thing good for him and that was about as far as it went for me mm-hmm. right and then uh this weekend happened and turns out he he's on good morning america now mm-hmm. and him and his co-host amy robach who um is a white okay just 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 letting y'all know uh is a white well he got busted mm-hmm. and it was the news broke on the daily mail of all places which is where i get a lot of my smut news from <laughs> so as soon as i saw that they had the fucking so as soon as i saw that daily mail had the scoop like breaking exclusive i said oh this is a mess new shit new shit call me um what's the name Rick Quando? i love mess listen i love mess because oh my god oh my god so i've seen the pictures on the timeline okay and i'm gonna share my screen with y'all so y'all can see the pictures too mm-hmm. but i saw the pictures on the timeline coming down and this is the first one i've seen <laughs> it's her they uh, went upstate to some cabin or some retreat and she was bending to get something out of the car and he had his hands all on her lower back or upper leg however y'all talking yeah, about whatever you want to call it and she was bending in to get something out the trunk and i said oh they are fucking i don't even know these people like that but who them two people something happening they fuck i look like uh in boomerang when that dude said that's a nipple like that's how <laughs> I, look. I said them two people fucking um it was a very authoritative grab and it had video too oh. uh and these you can tell these pictures are taken by like a surreptitiously by like a private eye or something they did not know they were being recorded no, they had no idea if i didn't know they were being followed or anything this like this is them at a bar she's on her phone he's talking to her then he said something she started laughing he did that lean in like he's still talking in her ear as she's cracking up like you know that's a very intimate like you just said something like you know like like he just he said yeah so i told her i'm gonna be upstairs uh, i'm gonna be i'm gonna be uh, uh working late tonight <laughs> and i guess i am gonna be working late you know what i'm saying uh that's how she was was laughing uh this is them walking in the middle of like the Times square or something like this is not they're famous there's not Mm -hmm. no down low Mm -hmm. sneaky Mm -hmm. shit at this point this pretty blatant and their co-workers that are famous right 
and they both married as far as the public knows so it's extra like what um this is them getting in the in the back of the uber together look how he leaning back you see how he leaning back on this uber insertion on him that's that's pure fucking right there that is prime, that fucking lead. prime nasty sex you know there you go touching that shoulder in the office getting out the uber together now they seen the camera right here i don't know if this is if this they just was so enamored they just didn't care or what but yeah. they clearly clocked this camera yeah that, this person must have one of them big old cameras here they go holding hands in the back seat oh shit now the morning show part too um here go his their their spouses and this was a little surprising i did not know he had a black wife originally Mm-mm. Now, i didn't know much about this man but i'm gonna lie i was i was definitely profiling uh <laughs> and i wasn't too far off because there's a cryptic post that he had posted about how uh he can't say the n-word and he had to go to church every weekend in his house uh and i mean i'm not saying he married a white woman but those there's certain privileges you're supposed to have when you're in a black marriage if a man can't say the n-word in his own house that's not a free man okay (laughs) that is not a free man who want to live in a loveless marriage like that i can't can't say say nigga i can't say nigga and i gotta go to church come on now pick one um and then that's her with her husband um so yeah it's these pictures look pretty intimate and and uh they 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 train for a marathon together so that's actually where people think the affair started Mm. yeah um so you know i who knows what they was into okay um but yeah it definitely sees seems like um it definitely seems to me like some sort of affair started and then the spouse or somebody said hey i called the pi because yo you won't tell me the truth i don't know you're busted okay don't touch that coat don't touch that coat and the reason i think it was an angry spouse is because they didn't use it in like court or something they put this shit on the daily mail like that's just that's you saying i'm gonna make your life hot right now one like you've been lying to me you said this you took work husband too far oh yeah too far (laughs) work wife to the extreme yeah and so now i got the proof i hired the pi and i'm not i'm not using this to blackmail you i'm putting this shit in the press so you can feel how i feel which is hurt right which is her angry upset yeah you can tell this this was it this was somebody that was very upset yeah right yeah because they could have just held on to it and just filed for divorce and just put it in court but it was like nope right and i i use a man at my own heart because i could tell by the way he grabbed the butt every time he walked by <laughs> okay that's a that's a nasty man move <laughs> they do nasty stuff together <laughs> okay that's all they do nasty things it's just you hate to see it but uh yeah i guess apparently they 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 was out here in these streets y'all like i can't i i can't believe it can't believe he was so reckless but that's only part one that's just day one y'all 
that's just day it's one like last week didn't it huh last week Friday, i think friday is when yeah. thursday or friday is when it dropped we yeah. just haven't had a, a chance to talk about it okay yet. i know it's like a few days ago yeah that's just part one but every day the, the something new come out so then there also was this facebook post that he had wrote yeah people people started digging into the history that resurfaced now this shit was two years ago okay two years ago like on the eve of the pandemic like right before we shut shit down the first mm-hmm. you know when we remember that that three weeks where we actually shut shit down mm-hmm. uh that's so that post came someone pulled out that post um so uh he it was it was very telling that this man was a man in distress of some type um uh, uh, uh and, and and you know the the people wanted to defend tj holmes came out you know it was a lot of oh we got it we talking about tj holmes really brett brett Favre stole water from jackson mississippi <laughs> so he could pay for volleyball courts for the locker room for his daughter and y'all want to talk about tj holmes tj holmes was trying to buy tender y'all try to bring a black man down you know you had those people of course um but they but they had a lot of work this week because they had to defend Dion too so then they had to calm down they had, they had they had to split their resources right um but uh her, 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 andrew shoe who's the husband of amy robot he deleted all her all her pics off his instagram oh, after this news came out that's when you know it's real right um and then it started leaking that the affair been going on for months so it wasn't no like new shit which uh you know you hate to see it um and then let me find this post that because this post was so crazy i think it's in the comments on my facebook page about it but it, it was it was one of those like why are you saying these things out loud so remember the decade challenge mm-hmm. okay in case you don't remember it decade because that mm-hmm, didn't sound it right. decade challenge was uh people taking pictures from when they first got facebook and there was like a decade later what you look like oh, okay I'll, and I'll, yeah, 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 of course yeah. some people got more interpretive with it as did tj holmes so he took pictures of this woman 10 years apart his his i guess ex-wife now um and it's her on her wedding day and then just a picture of her looking over her shoulder and he says this particular decade challenge is a little late but 10 years ago marilee feberick married me and despite my best efforts she remained married to me the past 10 years that's not hyperbole i'm not being dramatic i gave her plenty of reasons excuses and opportunities to walk her fine ass out the door but instead with her built-in black woman superpower <laughs> he hitting all the tropes let me tell you something what you don't want us to do is tell somebody a black woman superpower is putting up with your shit like you know what i mean like that's the, i told you this is about like when people go she ain't the finest she right. ain't the smartest but she's mine damn it i don't care if she ugly she you my like, type of ugly you and not put no post out there like that bad about me Mm-mm, just right. don't say shit then um but yeah uh 
with her built-in black woman superpower now keep it in mind that like you're talking about putting her through the through a bunch of shit you didn't say what you did but i'm now i'm looking at him in the light and i'm like so was you just cheating on her all this time and was. and then chalking it up to like what a good what a good sister you are only a good black woman be cheated on like this and still let a brother come back in the house uh she showed grace and patience that's incomprehensible she thinking that right now asking her for another t- asking her for another 10 years would be asking too much another 10 months that may be even be a stretch if she give, gave me another 10 weeks i would should consider myself lucky if she put up with me for another 10 days i'd be grateful but if she would ever even spare another 10 minutes of her time for me today i should consider myself blessed this is mary lee feedback five big homes y'all and i tj holmes do solemnly swear that i was her decades challenge oh that's never good you the challenge not the pictures the fuck is this fam what is happening you've been never embarrassed me like this online love should have brought tj holmes last night should have been with me um so yeah that was just like part one of it um and uh then other shit started popping off in the news uh they came back on the air uh that's right because i think this came out like thursday and then like the next day they had to come back on the air or some shit right they came back on the air and kind of made a joke out of it Mm -hmm. uh about the weekend let me see if i can play that for y'all um hopefully uh okay let me make sure no commercial plays but i'll play that for y'all but it's just this awkward like ha ha y'all <laughs> hey heard anything in the news you know that type of <laughs> type of thing um anything is the not happen in the news today right yeah which which we know uh from my girl rachel you don't want you don't want that the first thing they teach you in journalism school is don't be the story don't be the story that's the number one rule but apparently they broke the number one rule of journalism because they became the story and they obviously didn't cover the story on good morning america because they was the story right uh they didn't want to get too much into into what the story was but they definitely laughed about it like it was no big deal no gma3 and it's friday eve oh <laughs> who's looking forward to the weekend uh me yeah yeah of course of course we are welcome everybody to gma3 what you need to know always good to see you uh tracking uh a lot so a little little inside joke there who's looking forward to the weekend while well, i'm gonna tap that ass um ah! or or who's looking forward to the weekend because it's a long week and we're in the middle of the scandal and oh. we don't want you know yeah we're not gonna really talk about it so we're just gonna crack jokes right um but then more news started popping off like tj holmes apparently allegedly let's say allegedly cheated on his wife with a good morning america producer before his uh, affair with amy robach oh so he just fucking people at the job he had a three-year affair with married good morning america producer natasha singh what in the email she be like now why am i in it uh and why is he in it right in it and then end it again right but uh yeah he pulled an email like he just fucking people at the job um now my name out there multiple sources told page six that the cheating duo confided in amy robach 
about the infidelity oh so they talked to her and then she said sounds like a reference to me okay sneaky linkedin (laughs) (laughs) oh no oh man i just came up with that guys this is a clap for me uh <laughs> he's on sneaky leak then so uh she's like oh so oh, i got penis reference she was like and he be hitting it like what now wow just all up in the supply closet mm. broke your back oh my goodness couldn't be me <laughs> couldn't be me somebody got a dick reference yeah equifax equidix yes equidix the dickwifax mm-hmm. what um, was that dick score right dick credit store uh their affair started off long distance with holmes based in new york and sing working as a producer for the show from los angeles holmes was just a gma correspondent at the time we're told they'd meet up for romps during his travels how did he make it through me too sing who right. else that, that requires a lot of shit you traveling and like that's a lot of energy and i gotta give it to him i you can't really say he has a tight type because none of these women like it wasn't just like a white woman like she appears to be some kind of brown mm-hmm. you know his wife is brown black uh, appears and then of course it's pro- is white. proximity so this is her but she is uh, a yoga teacher and a, med- uh, a, a mediator she left the show in 2018 moved to new york where she started working as a producer for cbs mornings that's when she and home started spending even more time together so maybe she was the first part of the decade challenge who knows mm-hmm. <laughs> she was one of them decade challenges <laughs> she was one of the challenges a source says that robin roberts confronted both anchors over this what damn that mean everybody knew the fact that robin minding my business roberts she was like y'all get this shit together because i don't want nobody asking me questions about y'all bullshit they, do you understand that's why because she's on good morning america hour one she was like i ain't got shit to do with hour three he was just a correspondent do you understand the level of gallivanting they had to be doing up in there for robin roberts to have to come out of her luxury uh green room because <laughs> she minds her business and be like tj cut what the fuck bro keep your dick to yourself fuck people outside the job please what are you doing uh she fell in love with him he had a key to her apartment seeing told us no comment when we reached out Holmes' wife, Marilee Feebig, Feebig, told, found out about the affair in 2019 after discovering several emails. Oh, so y'all using the at GMA at goodmorningamerica.com emails? We don't know that. We don't know that. She did. This wasn't a record. Her, his wife found out. Uh, so it could have just been in his phone at his, who knows? Um, and as rumors swirled about Holmes and Robach, Marilee never considered Amy because she was focused on Natasha. She never thought about him cheating with Amy because they were friends. Amy's daughter was their daughter's babysitter. Oh. Oh, that's just filthy. Oh my God. It's upsetting me in my home, girl. <laughs> Holmes ended the affair and the couple started working to reconcile their marriage throughout the pandemic. So that probably was that post of I was her decade challenge. Robach, however, remained friends with Singh and it angered Feibig because she would see photos of them on Instagram and she didn't understand how their friend and her husband's co-host could remain friends with the woman who tried to break up their marriage. Oh, you know why? Because she was getting the motherfucking dick reference. <laughs> so it curved to the left. Damn, for real? What's that like? What is that like? 
uh tell me more seeing friendship with robot however sour earlier this year when she started fucking tj probably <laughs> yeah you know that's right you know i'm still in love with him girl girl me too what what you mean I, how are we both in love i don't think i'm ever gonna get over tj girl i i see it now i'm i don't think i'm ever getting over him either they're looking at each other the boy is mine right <laughs> you need to give it up girl speaking of up with tj holmes he was up in me last night i'm just saying <laughs> he was up everywhere apparently breaking this back at 11 okay you got breaking <laughs> breaking back news <laughs> this just inside me okay <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah uh it wasn't until the summer that the wife grew suspicious of robot because they started seeming closer than colleagues multiple sources told us holmes and robot would have random meetings during the day and hit the pub to have drinks with each other still holmes and his wife were fully together in august and even celebrated his birthday with a trip to bahamas mm, random meetings and drinks at the work nobody likes co-workers that much Mm-mm. people that like co-workers that much are fucking them <laughs> okay <laughs> a black person hanging out after work man please with the whites no uh it was there that feebag discovered a birthday card from robot that was too personal and it brought back the old natasha drama she couldn't trust him anymore she the source this this info is too fucking detailed for her not to be the one that leaked the private eye pics okay she she was fed up but yeah uh what the fuck did the birthday card have said i couldn't i couldn't get you no cake but i'll get you some cakes when you come back to new york <laughs> what could it have said <laughs> it's too personal <laughs> yeah she go you can smash these cakes to smithereens mm-hmm. next time i see you happy birthday was it did he open it up and it was the marilyn monroe version of happy birthday <laughs> happy birthday <laughs> tj <laughs> happy birthday to you so then friday You're like come down bitch friday evening going into saturday we get this uh, this update good morning america will not discipline tj holmes and amy robach over alleged affair and i said how what i did not know that was possible what white nonsense is this like i could have got it if she was gonna be on the air but not him but when niggas start doing this at work and nobody say nothing and it's in a job where the only part of the job is being liked like that's the muscle and people typically don't like motherfuckers that's cheating on their spouses and then gallivanting in front of everybody now it might be cute and funny like on twitter we laughing about it right but like the kind of mom that sits down every day and watches that shit or house husband or whoever like part of the appeal of these people is like oh i like them they're good wholesome people not mm-hmm. i like them i bet they be fucking <laughs> Yeah, that's the last thing you want to 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 deal with and yeah you know it's same morning joe right and it's also you know one of those things to where as a company a lot of them have rules and regulations but like hey if y'all are intimate let us know like we have yeah. to know and i feel like that's right because guess who's the x factor people mm-hmm. so guess what we fall out we no longer date I want revenge, like all time. And then all of a sudden, I, I 
the company has to deal with the motherfucking lawsuit of y'all no longer being in love no more yeah and just you know fraternizing um obviously the lawsuits the bad publicity mm-hmm. the way they was just out in the open with it like this right. um like listen what you do in your personal time is that is just that but we we still basically have an office and the thing that a lot of these non-traditional offices always benefit from in the public discourse is that most of us don't think of them as jobs Correct. like a lot of us just think subconsciously not on purpose a lot of us just think of entertainment as a thing where like you're an individual you show up you be yourself and you're being yourself in front of everybody on tv and that's what the job is no it's still offices back there still policies happening yeah y'all and, might can do what y'all want to do but guess what we got a whole ass hr department and legal team and all these other people's back here like we're the ones that have to deal with if if y'all fall out of love all of a sudden somebody files a report we got to step in we got to do shit like we just were like rather nip this in the bud yeah and it's not just you can do whatever you want it's literally like since the me too movement you can't no like they've actually had to change things and uh, what happens is when it's happening everyone goes from ha 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 to just slowly realizing oh you can't really have this right here Mm-mm. is it like at first it's cute it's funny i got jokes too mm-hmm. and then eventually you're like oh he's been serially fucking women at the job for years fam how soon before that uh someone sues someone goes to hr someone brings up the pattern of him not disclosing these relationships not just dealing with the infidelity who his wife being upset does something at some point it's gonna get serious and now it got kind of serious so first it was they wouldn't discipline them and then it was they've been taken off the air right because also you have to think of it where everybody thinks about it from their personal perspective i should be able to fuck who i want to i'm at work but blah, blah, blah. okay cool 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 everybody always thinks of the good side but what happens on the on the downside or the bad side nobody the company has to consider all these things they can't just be like oh well yeah someone said i don't think they would have disclosed because then that's actual proof that spouse could find out about yeah that's why you can't do it like you're not saying nothing that we don't know like yeah they either you have the kind of relationship where you can disclose that shit or you can't do it because it gets serious that's the reason they had a disclosure rule it's really the disclosure rule is not actually about disclosure Mm-mm. it's actually about deterrence it's trying to say if you wouldn't tell the hr people about this person then you probably should not have a relationship with them that's really what it's about like it they they frame it under like you know just because we want to keep it on up no 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 they want you to feel that pressure and look across the, the way and be like do i want to be up in hr telling them i'm fucking amy now imagine you fucking three people at work what i got coming in and tell them all three like they want you to go i don't want to get fired i'm just not gonna do it and then these motherfuckers yeah. do it anyway and also it's one of those things too where this is the working environment these are your co-workers you have to get along with these people your paycheck could be impacted by like it's more to this than we just fucking it's all just but that can happen whether you fucking or not agreed you know what i'm saying like you fucking cannot get along with a co-worker level. and figure that out but yeah this this shit is to me uh the reason they had a disclosure is to discourage you from fraternizing um and so they got temporarily pulled while abc figures out the next steps whatever that means yeah which, which means, means somebody probably getting fired fired or jay will not be working together no more they're gonna be yeah. separated she gotta man he better hope she don't pull some bullshit you know or or just you know because it reminds me of the morning show where 
god what a great show i still need to go back and watch the the i've watched i think the first season and i loved it um and some people on black twitter hated it but those people hate everything uh but i loved it and the one of the things i love was how jennifer anderson's character who plays like the co-host to um uh what's the dude from the off not uh yeah the dude from the office uh steve something not steve colbert anyway steve carell steve carell yes she plays the co-host steve carell steve carell gets exposed for having all these affairs and power dynamic shit that happens in this office fucking all these women and i generally just being turns to a scandal and she keeps the job because she knows how to play the game and basically she still is kind of on his side still kind of defends him still feels like it it wasn't really fair loves him as a co-host even knowing some of the stuff he's done stuff he's done with her and stuff and that she still made that decision because she said look america don't like you i can salvage this i can come out here and you know what doesn't kill you make you stronger Come you know on. And, and she like i can i can fuck I can around and frame this and bounce back yeah and so i wouldn't be surprised if amy Voback is back out there at tj not because he the one that done at least for right now the being exposed for having fucked multiple people at the job mm-hmm. uh but yeah so both of them got pulled off the air for now um we'll we'll see what happens with that because you never really know um yeah and then like i said robin roberts had confronted them about it um, i know she was like oh child the ghetto the fuck is this uh when she asked him about it he denied it and went to abc bosses to alert them of the rumors which may have surfaced as early as 2017 uh but then they basically confirmed it by laughing it off about the the week that they were having um so yeah that that turned out to be some bullshit i don't know if he was lying back then or what mm-hmm. um but yeah she basically told them to stop it no nah, they said nah we good yeah she was like stop it stop it right now this is <laughs> stupid this is absolutely ridiculous get yep get out of here we are adults and this is ridiculous stop the fucking <laughs> TJ Holmes shared a cryptic quote about ending relationships before deleting social media. Deleting social media is basically the the bloody glove of of of, of, of scandals. Uh, We've come a long way. But yeah, uh, he he's your friendship with yourself sets the tone for every other relationship you have. Uh, in January, Holmes reminded himself of his follow change is never painful. It's resistance to change that's painful. Uh, so he said these as quote of the week the the one he shared this week was in the relationship and cry once it's better than being with them and crying daily mm-hmm. uh the one i thought was interesting was this from 2014 a blog post he wrote he said my family and i are closer my individual net worth has gone up every year since we met i've learned a second language i'm healthier i use the n-word less i listen to sunday church service more i'm a better friend i'm more forgiving than i used to be i'm more involved in charitable work and everywhere i'm better off because i'm married so for me a successful marriage has revolved around this principle i like who i am with her and with her and with her and oh maybe a little bit of her her. uh (laughs) but uh yeah the, the the way that he said 
say the n-word less i said oh that brother was mm-hmm. that brother was starving no <laughs> i will not give the word nigga up oh man that brother he was always in a loveless marriage can't uh, say nigga poke thing yeah can't say the n-word in your black house that ain't freedom it's black ass house that ain't love right uh tj holmes allegedly cheated with several women at abc um so now it's moved up from just the two to several <sighs> fam mm, everybody's in a little piece of that dick wouldn't they tj's cheating with abc staffers was definitely one of the reasons why they were yanked off speaking of yanking off it has been a distraction abc declined to comment on the alleged affairs we're told there are other Yo, you can't be well. fucking the cameraman the makeup artist right <laughs> the hair designer like come on dog He's not off- everybody in here mad the sad part is when you get caught having an affair and you work for good morning america there's no shortage of clips of you laughing and having a good time which just makes it look like you was having a good time cheating because that's the job of the reality of it right that's the job every picture just look like you've been like i'm fucking so many of these women damn (laughs) i'm getting all the bitches (laughs) (laughs) like like that's like every picture they show is just him laughing yep. with her and showing tea smiling and yeah. shit yes look at this chemistry you know the pictures of them at events together like oh my goodness oh my goodness everyone's traditionally attractive because they don't they don't they never uh hire anybody else that, nope. that isn't like Mm-mm. oh my goodness tj oh my goodness um but yeah they said uh the bosses were not happy with their behavior right the mouse is like the fuck is this y'all yeah they said they told the sources said they felt no shame because they are consenting adults um according to a source they were spotted canoodling in bars at abc back in may near abc news back in may uh page six also reported that Holmes and Fibig were fully together in august so yeah somebody wasn't telling somebody the truth Mm -hmm. so that's really the only white people news i wanted to talk about was them motherfuckers right that's been like the top story white people white people being dave david they've been having a field day with this they've been doing a lot um all right that's we gotta start wrapping it up we this went longer than i thought but we were having a good time we had to cover all the white people news we had to let y'all know the whole story yeah and i don't want to leave our sponsor hanging dry so let's go ahead and uh get into some of that black capitalism every day we get into that paper Woo! i hear the money talk i see you later oh. every day we get into that paper all right let's talk about black capitalist snoop dog he's back he's partnered with ebay to launch the death row inmate program which offers exclusive access to the label's merch and events hmm. uh he launched the death row inmate program drip 
which gives fans exclusive access to labels merch and events the program can only be accessed through the auction and e-commerce site ebay the membership comes at three different tier levels according to press release the basic level which covers 49 dollars cost 49 dollars comes with access to ama sessions ask me anything and meets and greets with the new roster so you want to meet the new roster of death row artists mm-hmm. uh that's the way you do it it also offers access to the label's new curated dash radio stations death row radio wballz w balls 87 187.4 <laughs> and members only access to private snoop dogg death row and dash radio events for an extra fifty dollars fans can purchase the platinum level which includes everything as the base level offers plus a platinum chain and a dog tag I doubt, dog tag. I'm gonna be honest for fifty dollars. I doubt it's real platinum. No platinum. You might say platinum coated, platinum painted. Lastly, the diamond level, which is the most more expensive package, offers everything at the two lower levels plus an authentic diamond and gold death row chain. In addition, fans will get an on-air birthday shout out, early access to all future projects, release and surprise gifts, and experience only reserved for diamond members. This will cost five hundred dollars because he gonna get to that money in addition snoop also released a limited amount of autograph memorabilia the collection features the pittsburgh penguins jersey worn by snoop in the gin and juice video a giant death row pendant mounted on a gold cuban link chain and the outfit snoop water received his honorary wwe title at the 2022 wrestlemania launch uh, party uh it'll be on the auction block through december 11th so y'all got five more days mm-hmm. snoop dog he gonna get that money he gonna get that money and you know when it's time to get money i need a little boost karen Mm -hmm. that's right i'm talking about a caffeine boost from afro grind coffee this black capitalism segment is brought to you by afro grind coffee afro grind coffee provides originally sourced coffee beans straight from the motherland yes i'm talking where nas went at the end of belly Mm -hmm. except most specifically ethiopia tanzania and kenya if there's one thing i know about the blackout tips listeners is that they be grinding and you know you need fuel for your grinding afro grind coffee is the fuel for my grind my man omat wants to empower people to follow their dreams especially black and brown people who face many obstacles and a cup of fresh afro grind coffee is your daily inspiration and a reminder to continue grinding through the struggle so go to afrogrindcoffee.com put in code tbgwt get that 10 percent discount it's the perfect gift for the coffee lovers in your life including yourself whiskey brand uncle nearest exceeds 100 million dollars in sales Oh, makes its go. distillery the most successful black-owned distillery in the world let's go uncle nearest can we get some where is that um i mean i'm sure i think i've seen it before i think you can get it everywhere just about okay um yeah you can go to the abc store and get some um on juneteenth in 2021 an expanded nearest green distillery that is open to the public started a project that cost close to 50 million dollars uncle nearest premium whiskey became the most awarded bourbon and american whiskey in 2019 2020 and 2021 god damn let's go the company's whiskey portfolio has seven options that are available in at its distillery and in all 50 states territories and districts across the country well, the prices the range United from states you got some it's at all 50 the prices range from 50 dollars to 150 dollars on black friday the company released this single barrel black label at the distillery for 79 dollars it flew off the shelves immediately black excellence drunken black excellence mm-hmm. 
the company's distillery in shelbyville tennessee recently expanded its 323 acre distillery and garnered more than a hundred thousand visitors a number that continues to increase significantly every week Ooh, i don't even know nothing about it but i would go go through the uh facility mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. just yeah. to experience it shout out to the blacks shout out to the blacks they are always doing it okay. into that money um all right let's get to the last thing this has been over two hours but you know told y'all it's gonna be hectic from this point on so uh sore ratchetness A woman attacked a man with a sword and she faces aggravated battery charges and making a false statement. Well, damn. What was the false statement? I didn't stab him. Bro, bro, bro. Sorry, ad was playing. Oh. All right, here we go. Uh, Pull this audio Aggravated battery after slicing a man with a sword on Friday night. Gainesville police officers say 22-year-old Sierra Witcher got into an argument. Oh, she black. Oh, Sierra, no. Oh, now it's spelled real black, too. Oh, yes, yeah. it is. Yeah, it's very black, Sierra. S-I-E apostrophe E-R-R-A-H. Guess the race. With the man she had been in a relationship with for months. During the fight, Witcher started yelling rape. Then she pulled out a 30-inch blade and swung it at him, giving him an 8-inch gash on his hand. She later said the incident was her fault because she shouldn't have accused him of rape when it didn't happen. Witcher is charged with aggravated battery and making a false statement. Oh, Oh, y'all might want to check, check, be sure mentally everything is together. Yeah, well, I mean, that sounds crazy yes you know so i think i speak for pretty much every man in the chat that's probably thinking the same thing which is i know her stuff is great it must be the bomb because that's crazy as hell and everything i've heard is that that's why people deal with people like that is because their sex is so good it ain't worth it that that so who knows what was happening before this and if they get back together, can you blame them? Because I don't think I've heard anything crazier than crying really? rape and then attacking someone with a sword and then the police show up and being like, it's my bad, not for the sword attack, but I shouldn't have said rape. Not, I'm sorry I tried to kill this nigga with a sword. Right! The I'm level not, of, not I'm sorry I tried to slice you up. That level of crazy? I don't want to know. She probably got that sunshine. She probably got that motherfucking <laughs> solar eclipse or some shit. I don't want none of it. Keep it away none from me. None of it! uh no thank you all right y'all that's it we'll talk to y'all saturday for feedback um hopefully like i said there's a lot of moving shit in the air i know y'all will be understanding as an audience uh premium people look out in your emails i'm gonna try to email y'all a workaround for some of the rss feeds so that you can maybe have something to listen to uh until this this shit gets resolved hopefully i can do that within the next couple of days all right y'all until then I love you. I love you too. Mwah.